Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around for a roller coaster ride through the wildest and some might say the wackiest tales that life has to offer. Welcome to What a Nightmare, the podcast where I clearly know no bounds. I'm your host, Mark Tweedy, and I'm here to take you on a journey through the side splitting, cringeworthy, and utterly unbelievable moments that have peppered my life. From epic fails to jaw dropping antics, we're diving headfirst into the world of the absurd. Have you ever found yourself in a situation so bizarre that you thought it could only happen in your wildest dreams or, well, nightmares? Join me as I talk you through my own misadventures in life. Every episode, we'll unpack the comedic chaos that ensues my life, and I promise you'll at least leave with a smile on your face and maybe a newfound appreciation for the quirks of life. So whether you're stuck in traffic, whether you're doing the dishes, or just in need of a good laugh, What a Nightmare is your ticket to an adventure through the craziness of life. Hit that subscribe button, tell your friends, and get ready for a wild ride through my life stories and antic mishaps. Welcome to What a Nightmare. This is the time that I crashed my car and ended up in jail. Yes, jail. Dressed as a Christmas tree. Um, It's as random as it sounds. I agree. And... You know, I hummed and hard about recording this episode because I didn't want it to turn anyone's perception of me. But yes, I went to jail. When I say jail, I mean a police cell. I didn't actually go to jail. It was physically in the jail thing. But it was very, very weird. And don't worry, I'm not like this escaped convict or anything like that. So I think it was Christmas 2010. And I used to frequently go out to this bar in Middlesbrough with all my friends. It was like this gay bar. I used to work there some weekends. And Christmas Eve, one of my friends messaged me and he said, you know, shall we go out tonight? And I was like, it's Christmas Eve. Back then, I was absolutely on the rags of my arse. I was skint all the time. And I was like, it's Christmas Eve. Can you imagine what it's going to be like getting a taxi back on Christmas Eve and how much it's going to cost. Like, so my mum used to live, I'd say around about 30 miles away from Middlesbrough. So we're talking a good like 40 minutes in the car here. So 40 minutes in a taxi. I was thinking this is going to be like 50 or 60 quid. So I messaged a couple of my other friends. So four of us all decided, yeah, let's do it. Let's go to Middlesbrough. And then when I checked my bank, I was like, I haven't actually got as much money in my bank that I, I thought I did. And you know what it's like when you're younger. You want as much money to spend on alcohol as anything else. So you do anything to cut corners. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to hang over on Christmas Day. I'm just going to drive us. And everyone was like, okay, that's absolutely fine. We'll give you some petrol money. I was like, deal. So I thought to surprise everyone, I'm going to dress as a Christmas tree. Don't ask why. So I had this huge Christmas tree outfit. It was bright green. It had a little bit of tinsel on it that was, like, already on from the fancy dress shop, like, as I bought it. And I thought, I'm going to stitch in some baubles. So I got some of my mum's old baubles, got a sewn kit out, stitched some baubles into it. And then I thought, hey, let's go all out. So I ripped my mum's battery-operated lights down off this little tiny tree that she had in the landing window at the top of the stairs. And I thought, I'll stitch them into my outfit as well. So there I was, ready to go out, dressed as a Christmas tree, baubles, tinsel, flashing lights. I was like, woohoo, party. So I got in my car, went over to Bishop Auckland to pick up my friends, and we drove over to Middlesbrough. 
Like I say, it was a good 40 minutes in the car. Everyone was laughing their heads off at what I was wearing. We were stopping at traffic lights. People were like beeping the horns and stuff because I'm flashing away in my car with this big... It came with like this big green pointy hat basically with a big star on the top as well. So we had a good night. Um, I wasn't drinking because I was like, well, I'm driving, being the sensible boy that I am. And I thought, you know what? It's Christmas. I can't just like not have anything to drink. And this is where the rebel came out in me. I had a pint. I had a pint of lager because, you know, hashtag lads, lads, lads. Oi, oi. And I remember thinking, oh, you can have one, can't you? And like be still within the legal limit. But then shots came round and I had a shot as well. And I was like, right, I need some pizza before we go home. I need some pizza. So anyway... Went to the pizza shop and I thought, I'm just going to get pizza. That'll totally like get rid of all the alcohol in my system, blah, blah, blah. So there I was. It was, I think it was about half one in the morning. And I'd said to my friends, right, you are all rat assed. I'm ready for my bed. My feet are hurting. Let's go. So we got in my car and bearing in mind, I'd had one pint and one shot and a whole pizza to myself because I was a pig back then as well. And we got in my car. And I put the music on and stuff like that. And we just set off, just pulled off the path. And I'm going down this road, only doing maybe 30 mile an hour tops. I think it was like a 40 or a 50 road. Everyone's singing away in the car. And as we approached this junction, I started to slow down. It's a good job I did because there was a few cars parked on the side of the road. And one of the cars pulled out without any indicators, without any lights on whatsoever pulled out right in front of me. I didn't have time to react and my car went smash, bang, wallop straight into the back of him. So my head hit the windscreen quite hard and I had my seatbelt on, don't worry. Um, But my head hit the, the windscreen like, and it cracked the windscreen. That's how serious it was. The front of my car, it was one of them bloody Suzuki Swifts. God, the nightmares I had in that car. It was the bird last week. It was the Christmas tree this week. So my head hit the front of the windscreen. Windscreen smashed. The front of the car totally caved in. And I just said to my friends, I was like, oh my God, are you all right? And they were like, yeah, what happened? And I was like, that car's literally just pulled out with no lights on, no indicators whatsoever. So I got out and this little man got out of the car in front and he just kept pointing at my head going, you blood, you blood. And I was like, what? And he went, you blood, and pointed at my head. And when I touched my head, I had blood coming out of the front of my head. And I was like, oh my God, I'm bleeding. And that's when I started going to panic mode. Within seconds of this happening, two police cars came flying around the corner with the lights on. And they came over to us and obviously separated us. And I could just see them saying to us, like, is everything all right? Are you okay? I know you're in shock, but is everyone all right? And he was like, I can see you've like hit your head. While all this is going on, I look forward and they are arresting the guy in front. And I was like, what is going on? And they were like, that guy doesn't have insurance. He shouldn't have been out on the road. So not only had he pulled out without any indicators, any lights at half one in the morning in pitch black on a dimly lit street, he also had no insurance. So he got locked up straight away. And so the police officer came over to me and said, have you been drinking tonight? And so, you know, I owned up to it and I went, yeah, I actually had a pint of lager, but I've also had a lot to eat today because there was a buffet at work. And I also had a pizza as well. So I'm absolutely fine. 
And he was like, are you aware of this law? Are you aware of that law? And I was like, yeah, but you're allowed like one drink. And he was like, no, no, you're allowed one unit. And he was like, we're going to have to breathalyze you. So there I am on the street, half one in the morning on Christmas day. Three of my friends just sat there, like not knowing what to do, what's happening or anything. And there I am getting breathalyzed. And he basically said to me, it was something along the lines of, if you blow over 27, we are going to basically have to arrest you. And I was like, okay. So he was like, blow into this. And I blew 29. So I was two, I don't know what it's called, micrograms, I think it is, two micrograms over the legal limit. And he was like, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to have to arrest you for drink driving. And he read out this whole statement. And this whole time, he's putting my hands in handcuffs and I'm looking at my friends. My friends are now crying because they're like, what the hell's going on? And all I was thinking is, how are they going to get home? And they were like, don't worry about us. We'll get a taxi. So they shoved me into the back of this police van. I felt like such a criminal. I could hear like other people in the back of this van that had also been picked up on the streets of Middlesbrough. And it was so, so weird. Like they were all like shouting, like, you know, fuck the pigs and stuff like that. And I was just sat there crying and you could hear them like laughing because I must have been uncontrollably sobbing. So by the time we got to the police station, they were like, we're going to get you to do another breathalyzer. They did another breathalyzer. And by this time, this was like an hour later, I was blown like under 27. So I was like sober again as they classed it. So I'd just gone over the limit and then it was out of my system by the time. But because I'd blown on the scene of the crime to be over... They'd still had to arrest me. So I felt like such a criminal. Honestly, they took my fingerprints. They took my, um, you know, like all my details and everything like that. They banged me up in this cell. So there I am sat in a cell at three o'clock in the morning. I think it was dressed as a Christmas tree. They cut the lights, the battery operated lights out of my Christmas tree outfit, just in case I did anything with them, like tried to, you know, um, hang myself or anything like that or harm myself and I had these new River Island boots on that my mum had bought me for Christmas that I took out of the bloody wrapping from underneath the Christmas tree and I thought oh I'll wear them it's a day early she'll never know and they cut all the laces out of the boots because they couldn't figure out how to um, basically get the laces out of the boots so they cut them out in case I did anything with that as well so I just remember getting down on my knees and I was in this cell and it was it was this really shallow padded bed. There was a toilet in it with a poo the size of my arm. There was a window up so, so high I couldn't even reach it. And it was open, so it was blowing a gale. There was snow coming through. And I can just remember thinking, oh my God, it's Christmas Day. And I was crying my eyes out on my knees, just like, please, please, I don't want this. I don't need this. They took me for a statement a few hours later. And you know, just like when you have absolutely no concept of day or time or what it is, because like I said, there was this tiny little window and it you couldn't really see any daylight or anything like that. So they took me back to forwards for statements, said that they would be prosecuting, said that I would probably lose my license, said that I had to go to court and everything like that. Honestly, I felt like such a criminal. Do not drink and drive, kids. <sighs> like I said, that was one bloody pint as well. So I just remember saying to them, is there any way I would be able to make a phone call, please? And they were like, who is it that you want to ring? And I said, I need to ring my mom. I was like, it's Christmas Day. She's going to be wondering where I am. By this point, I thought, oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. So I rang my mom. She answered within seconds. And as soon as she heard my voice, she was like, where are you? Where are you? 
And I was like, Mom, I'm in jail. And I started crying. And she just like breathed this really, really like heavy sigh. It was so, so deep. And she just went, where? And I went, Middlesbrough, will you come and get us, please? They're going to release us now. So she was like, how do I get there? And I told her which road it was, the postcode and everything like that. And she hung up on me. And I knew that I was in the bad books. And I said to the police officer that let me use the phone. I was like, what time is it? Thinking like maybe 4 or 5 a.m. And he went, oh, it's half two in the afternoon. And I was like, what? I just lost all sense of time. It was half two in the afternoon. Can you imagine my mum waking up? I'm not in bed. It's Christmas Day. I've missed the Christmas dinner. She doesn't have a clue where I am. And it's half two on Christmas Day. I remember my mum picking me up from the police station and we drove home and that 40 minutes drive seemed like it took 40 friggin' days. It was so long. I was sobbing the entire time. She never said two words to me. And then when I got home to my mum's, like all my presents were there and she literally just went, Merry Christmas and like slammed the door and went. And I locked myself in my room for the next couple of days. I don't even think I opened any of my presents until the 27th. And it was quite honestly one of the worst things that's ever, ever happened to me in my entire life. Like I said, this was 13 years ago. Please do not judge me. I'm not that person. I'm not the kind of person that, you know, would like go out and get absolutely platic and jump in a car. I haven't had a single drop of alcohol since when I've been driving because I'm so scared that it would happen again. My car insurance went absolutely astronomical through the roof. I think I was paying something like £200 a year for the car that I had at the time. And I think when I got done for drink driving and it went to court, I lost my license for a year. So not only did I lose my license for a year, when I got my license back, my car insurance went to over £1,600. It was like literally eight times what it was beforehand. So I was banned for a year. I had to pay something like a £700 fine. And at the time I was working at Sunderland Royal Hospital, so I was having to get a bus from my mum's house to Bishop Auckland, which was like 20 minutes. Then a bus from Bishop Auckland to Durham, which took about another 30, 40 minutes. And then a bus from Durham to Sunderland, which took about an hour. And then a bus from Sunderland bus station up to the hospital, which took about 15 minutes. So all in all, I was setting off for work at six o'clock in the morning and getting to my office desk at about half eight. I was finishing at about half four, five o'clock and getting home for about seven, half seven. It was the worst year of my life. And I just honestly cannot believe that I got arrested dressed as a Christmas tree. So please, I know we're getting towards the festive season now, and I say this every year. I've done various radio campaigns about it because I think people heard my story because I shared this all over my Facebook at the time when it happened. So I've actually done a few radio campaigns about this, but please, if you are going to a Christmas party this Christmas with work or whatever, do not chance it. Do not even just have one drink because that experience literally changed my entire life and it ruined my 2010 and my 2011. My 2010 was so lonely because I couldn't go anywhere because I didn't have a car. I saw who my real friends were because they were the ones that were making an effort to come and see me. And 2011 was just so expensive having to buy a new car. Obviously, my car was wrote off, so I didn't get a insurance payout because the claim was basically repudiated. And yeah, it just wasn't a nice experience at all. I'm just glad that, you know, above everything else, nobody was harmed. I had a little bang on my head where my head hit the windscreen. But yeah, that guy had no insurance. 
I was just unfortunately in the wrong place at the wrong time. So that's the story about how I crashed my car dressed as a Christmas tree. Hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you don't judge me too much. Like I say, it was 13 years ago, but do not drink and drive. Like, rate, review this podcast, and I will see you all again soon.